I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. With Boyd Matheson. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed money and couldn't use your credit card? When you find yourself in this kind of situation, having a backup plan is absolutely critical. So what can we do to financially prepare for emergencies? Emergencies big or small? All this year, KSL's partnering on emergency preparedness with Be Ready Utah to bring you important information on topics like this. And uh, we're really thrilled to have in studio with us. Uh, I usually only get to see Ricky Meese on the other side of the glass, sort of a reflective view into the traffic center. Uh, but Ricky, uh, you've had a chance to go through some of this and really take a look at how to financially prepare for an emergency. Yeah, and this is actually something I've been practicing for several years in my own life as well. I did speak with Wade Matthews, the PIO with BeReadyUtah.gov, and he did offer me some insights. So I'd like to go over some of the highlights between what he teaches and also what I've experienced. First thing is, what do you need? You need cash. A minimum of $200 is recommended, but more if you can. Uh, But make sure that cash is available in a smaller variety of bills and also that is inside your emergency or disaster kit. Don't keep it in an account if you can't get access to that. Also, a minimum, a minimum of one month's savings to cover any kind of home expenses. Now, most financial advisors would say, no, you need so much. Yeah. Let's start with a month. Start with a month. Everybody yeah. can Everybody can start there. That's important. Yes. Uh, Build and, on it. And, and I want to go back to that, uh, having the, the cash. $200 is a good recommendation, but small denominations of those so that you can actually use it uh, as you're moving along. Because if you have to buy something and it costs five bucks and change and you only have a 20 or a 50, you're losing money if they can't give you that money back. So you want to be able to use as little as possible. Uh, Some of the tips to save and where to find money. And here's what I did years ago. I just started setting aside $20 out of every paycheck. Not much. But I did it regularly in consistency. In the first $20, I got 20 singles. The next 20, I got $5 in 20s. The next 20, 10s. And I built up from there. Um, But I know, Boyd, that even though that may take a while, if you have an influx of money where you can Mm. automatically put it away, do that. But I know when I go to the gas pump right now, it's 60 to 65 bucks. If I was a work-from-home employee yeah. <laughs> right there and lunch is out, that's the first place I'd look to see where my own budget could mm-hmm. be adjusted. Because just for filling up the tank for one month, 
I would be really close to having my two hundred dollars yeah, in yeah. savings right from that. Yeah, that's crazy. And I think uh, I love the idea of just starting with something and just mm-hmm. you know, especially if it's just that cash reserve. If you're just shooting for two hundred dollars, yeah. just take a little bit of out of each paycheck. I love that. Uh, you also mentioned, and I just want to hammer this one home: uh, the unexpected income, the tax right. refund, the gift. Uh, it's so easy to immediately Bonuses. want to splurge. Yes. Uh, you know, I want to go get that new suit, yeah. or I want to go on that vacation. Uh, and you're saying build up that reserve first. Right. And it may be needed elsewhere, but if it's not, or just take a portion of it. Yeah. And I do know the, <laughs> the that impulse to splurge. But, but if you do come into some kind of bonus in your life, just consider taking some of it at yeah. least to stash away. Um, the other thing a lot of people don't realize is ask for it. <laughs> you know, if you have any kind of gift giving situation coming up, maybe it's a birthday, mm. maybe it's an anniversary or anything like that, your parents and grandparents are likely willing and more favorable to aid in this than to buy you another gift that you don't really need. And sometimes yeah. as we get older, we're harder to buy for anyway. Right. And even if that's not the case, um, and they, if, if you, if you don't want to do that, don't be shy because this is easy. I did this myself. My mother-in-law was floored when I asked her, she said, what do you want for your birthday this year? And I told her and she goes, Really? (laughs) I said, yeah. I said, I'm okay everywhere else. But this is the area I'd like to start working up. And she, I won some brownie points with her that year. (laughs) Let me just say. I love that. I love that. (laughs) And then sacrificing some small things on a regular basis. And this can be hard. But think outside the box like that coffee and donut run once a week out of your regular (laughs) daily routine. (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe it's the night at the movies or dinner out with the family. Just Take that, set it aside, and also consider the gig economy. You can try something small and easy so your regular life isn't too Mm. interrupted. So there are some ways to look into finding extra cash, but also be diligent. The next thing I want to share is, this is going to sound crazy, but... Years ago, I used to save rolls of quarters because they did encourage coins. Now, today, we're (laughs) at a time where coins with the shortage, it's not always accepted. And and they're going to ask you for exact change because they're not intending. They don't want to give it back. Yeah. Yeah. But two instances where a couple of rolls of quarters really saved me. One, we were at a work luncheon and uh, because of a bad snowstorm, the pizza got held up. It was hours before it was going to get to us. I took, I happened to have those rolls of quarters on me. I'd just (laughs) been to the bank. I went to the vending machines and we all ate and feasted (laughs) on vending machine (laughs) foods. But it saved us from going hangry. Yes, we don't want that. No. (laughs) But the other thing was I had those rolls of quarters replaced in my emergency kit. Her washing machine went down one time unexpectedly. I took those quarters, went to the laundromat. My life was not disrupted that badly. But again, coins, that's a call. If you have a coin jar, maybe. But, you know, it's not something I definitely store now. Instead, I do something a little different. And this is a personal choice. I store gift cards. Now, not a lot of them. But this is in case of, now, if the power is out and they can't do run your card, it's not going to matter. Right. But say I had a sudden loss of income or you needed to help someone else out. I I keep in my 
kit a few pizza cards, a grocery store mm-hmm. card, and maybe something like Amazon and Walmart. And I will say the Amazon cards go because every time I get a baby invitation, a wedding invitation, a graduation invitation, yeah. then I've got my You've gift got covered for that. But one other time when I was... Uh, and. This is what made me think of alternative Tinder. And I was at an unfamiliar pharmacy. It was the mm. only place that covered a drug. And a storm had wiped out the electricity. Wow. And the pharmacy told us, we cannot accept any kind of plastic, no credit cards, no debit cards. And immediately I thought, well, I don't carry cash on me. I said, do you happen to take a check? <laughs> Well, no one had taken <laughs> checks in years, and I still had some on me. Oh, my gosh. But the guy behind me called up his wife. He said, honey, do we still have uh, yeah. a checking book in the office? Can you run it over? Yeah. So even though I don't want anyone to take away from this that uh, this is the option. The very first thing is cash is king. Yeah. These little gift cards, you know, I can provide a pizza dinner one night without right. it being out of pocket yeah but cash is king but i'm trying to hold on to that as much as possible so i pick up the gift cards to my taste and to my liking and they sometimes supplement as gift for others but i just want to wrap up with saying that debt and procrastination can be enemies to savings mm-hmm. and so some of the suggestions that wade and his team gave me was I think we learned that living beyond our means in the 2008 recession taught us a lot. Um, But it's very difficult to fight against today's inflation. And that inflation is really affecting the bottom line of many families' budgets. So don't get overwhelmed. That's the first thing. And to have a plan and prioritize your purchase, make a budget and stick to it as much as you can. And then something is better than nothing. If $200 seems a lot, work on 100 yeah. or 50 or whatever and then build on that. But just start doing something now. And then remember, slow and steady wins the race if you stay on track. <laughs> if you keep running. <laughs> yeah, so consistency <laughs> is key. And uh, just one other word is you are responsible. Let's say it's a natural disaster. You are responsible yeah. for yourself and your family, not FEMA. Don't, Don't think they're going to come yeah. in. They may put you up in the hotel for a night. And I'll have more on that with the story I'm going to be writing. But just Wonderful. keep that in mind that it's up to you to be prepared yeah. for you and your loved ones within your within your grasp. Oh, fantastic. Ricky Meese, uh, great insight there. And I love that it is the small, the simple things that we can all do today. Uh, we have to remember that whether it's in a crisis or whether it's just a flat-out opportunity, opportunity always favors the prepared. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as Ricky just uh, very powerfully pointed out, uh, we are responsible for being prepared uh, and opportunity and a crisis always favors the prepared. Ricky Meese, thanks for joining us Thank today. You. You've been listening to KSL's Emergency Preparedness Series, Be Ready Utah. If you have questions about this or other emergency preparedness topics, uh, not sure where to start, what to do, you can find the answers at beready.utah.gov. Beready.utah.gov. We'll go ahead and step aside for a quick commercial break. I bet we'll hear from Ricky Meese during that. We'll come back with some final thoughts on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stick around. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. 
More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.